Hey everyone, welcome to The Breakdown. I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. Man, it's a good day to be here. Yes, it is. A snowy Tuesday morning. I know. We're recording on a Tuesday. Lots of rain supposed to come in today, so by tomorrow, it'll be all clear. Be washed away. <laughs> Did you go out and play in the snow, Mr. Luke? No, I, I had a, a busy Sunday. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all left church, and then it started to like come down pretty heavily. I uh, saw a couple accidents on the way home. And just, you know, hope everybody's safe. But it was... It's always, we were joking in the office yesterday, it seems to be that first snowfall of the season that throws everybody. It's like, we know how to do snow. Everyone acts like it's the first <laughs> time. It's, it's not. Well, it's kind of interesting with the message. When we get into a trial, we kind of act like it's the yes, first we time. Do. We're like, yes, we, we do. We don't know how to do this. It's like, this is pretty much our life, folks. God, where are you? <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Snow is awesome. The Sunday was really good. You know, obviously, we're New Englanders um, and... I don't know. Do you think it was do you think it was our covid training that kept us or made it easy for us to stay home? Like cuz there wasn't a whole lot of snow early in the morning on mm. on Sunday. And I know that um it was hard for, you know, some people to get some some people had like 5 6 inches up north. I I think this is just my theory. We all live such fast-paced lives. Mm. And we do not take time to rest. Yeah, that the slightest um, socially acceptable acceptable excuse to rest. Mm. I think some people really jump on that very quickly. Yeah, I I actually like your your point there. That's actually really good, and it actually makes me feel a lot better. Um, I do think that I've been I've been kind of wondering that as we come into this new year. You know, God, are we moving too mm-hmm. fast? Are we are we doing mm-hmm. you know per, I'm, this right. is my question oh, yeah. with me and my Absolutely. family are we are we yep. moving too fast are we just blowing through every single day and not taking time where's the pause you know we start with you we end with you where's mm-hmm. the pause are we connecting with you throughout the day or what's going on so I think that's really good to bring that up because we we do sometimes have to have a forced stop right and and you know it's easier for someone like me like I just have to worry about myself mm. but when you start adding in a spouse and kids. As you know, that that those come with their own additional uh, speed bumps in the road. It's not yeah. that you can't get through. It's yeah. just, oh, there's a few more speed bumps. Yeah, I was amazed that the kids got up, probably because uh, Jennifer had to sing. I was like, I was amazed that the kids got up and in the car because it would have been easier to run around and play in the snow. And a couple <laughs> of them were there. They were playing in the snow, but they still got right in the car. I was super impressed. Oh, that's great. It was great. So Good parenting. Oh, I know. You know, we are praying. <laughs> I say this, bro. Our kids are doing well in spite of us. In, and I think every parent says that. That's good. In spite of us. Because yep. I do not feel like I'm doing it right at all. <laughs> at any time in my life, in my parenting, there's no attaboy. I'm not giving myself like. Well, it's because the, Sp- <laughs> the Holy Spirit is present. He is. Thank God. So you are co-parenting with the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. And I feel it every Amen. moment of my day in life. So, oh, man. I, I have to say, even before we get into the message, there is a, a stirring. This year, there, there. I, I remember sitting here distinctly last year saying the same thing. Um, there is a stirring that is happening, and I know that God doesn't need years. He exists outside of space and time, mm. but I do also believe that he welcomes a reset. He welcomes oh, yeah. a, an opportunity Absolutely. for us to dig a little yep. deeper yep. with him, and I'm, I'm sensing that again, kind of like what I was sharing on Sunday during communion. There's an invitation right now. That's kind of what I'm saying. There's an invitation right now to a deeper level of intimacy mm. with the Lord. 
Um, we all talk about religion and not wanting to be religious, and we put it off like break right. down my traditions, break down my mm -hmm. religion. But what does that actually look like? It's not just open ended and I get to do whatever I want. No, it rather is the formalities can fade and mm -hmm. intimacy can right. enter. Absolutely. And it's not even that um, some of those formalities go away because mm. I think some people, they can read the Bible as a, uh, just a religious exercise. Yeah. Right. But then when you're reading the Bible through the lens of your relationship mm. with God, that's it. Well, now it takes on a whole new, a whole new life and meaning. Yep. So it's not that you say, okay, I've been reading the Bible every single day. I'm going to stop doing that. Mm. No, it's, it's from what place are you doing that? Yeah. From what place are you going to church every week? Yeah. From what place are you praying before every meal? Mm -hmm. That's really good because we, we talk a lot about posture and you hear Pastor Zach talk a lot about posture, Pastor John, the, the posture of our heart. Mm -hmm. And that's everything. You know, we can open up this living word and it can just be a history book to us. It yeah. can just be a poetry book mm -hmm. to us. It can just be like knowledge and information, but it's supposed to be an invitation to a living experience with God. That's why the Ex word of God exactly. is living and active. Yeah. Yes. So that's yes. good, which is very helpful in our trials. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got Colin who came. It was really awesome. A um, little bit of history here. So our media guy, Dave, his wife, Kate. And I used to work for Morningstar Christian Bookstore, and we found out, Kate stopped me at church on Sunday and said, Colin worked at Morningstar Christian Bookstore. <laughs> and so I ran over to talk to him like, dude, we all, we all cut our teeth there. And he said something so interesting. He said, listen, I didn't grow up in the faith, so what working at the Christian bookstore made up for Christian culture. It taught me everything. Oh, that's amazing. I'm like, that's exactly yep. right. I grew up in the faith but was rebellious, mm -hmm. and it really helped to train me and redeem a lot. Right, so I thought that was you're awesome. sitting there with all those books. Oh, man. It was awesome. It yeah. was really, really cool. So that was a great connection to have. Um, but he is now, he has been for mm -hmm. several years down at International House of Prayer. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not too familiar with what his roles are, but I just thought it was really awesome. He's connected with Pastor Zach and really wonderful for him to come and share this word with us. Now, I heard that that, that was his first message. Was it? I, I, I heard him say, I, my wife said, this, he doesn't preach. He does like other teachings. And so oh, wow. I was like, this is awesome. That is awesome. This is great. Mm -hmm. I was so happy. I was receiving so much. And I, I love, I know he said we don't have to take it as a word for the year, but I love that we started with this. Mm -hmm. Talking about trials. Oh, me too. Me too. Because it's a, it's a message that I don't think. Um, a lot of us, especially a lot of us who are more on the, um, let's emphasize the more positive aspects of our walk with Christ, you mm. know, the power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. Yeah. And, you know, the, the joy of the Lord is your strength and mm -hmm. we, we emphasize the joy, but even within those topics, even within those, those truths of the power of Jesus being inside of us and the joy of the Lord being our strength, it's well, for what, to what end are those are, are those applicable? Yeah. And it's for those times in our life where we are struggling, mm -hmm. when we are walking beside others who are struggling. Yeah. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, yes. but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. So it's taking those truths about us and our victory in Christ, because he's already won the victory. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, so how do we 
reconcile that and how do we apply that, I think is a better um, uh, sentence. How do we apply that to our everyday life? Mm -hmm. Because even every normal day for us, there's going to be moments where you're confronting, it might be a tiny trial or it could be a personal struggle. And then there are seasons where those those trials just color our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Luke, I I feel as I sat through the message on Sunday, I I was just kind of rehearsing the course of my life. And I see two ditches and I often see two ditches. And on one side, the left side, let's say the ditch would be sort of what what I experienced or maybe maybe the the picture that I captured that wasn't accurate. And that ditch would be, hey, when you come into Christ, everything is going to go well, go your way. God is for you. He's not against you. He's going to make it all work out. And that would be, I would say, the ditch right over here. Now, God is working all things together for our good. Because that is true. It is true. Yeah. But there is an extreme part mm. of that. And what it what it taught me, and as I spend some time with some of the peers that I grew up with, it was like, it wasn't supposed to be this way. Mm-hmm. Because we weren't taught enough of the ditch on the other side, which could be trial, 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 yep. trial, trial. And it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. We're going to have trials. But you see this life. You see it demonstrated and modeled in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus lived it and fulfilled it. He was constantly under scrutiny, constantly under trial and going through right. things. And yet he was anointed with the oil of gladness more than any man. Mm-hmm. So there is a joy, as James says, count it all joy. Mm-hmm. When you find yourself in these various trials, but I feel like that center road is where mm-hmm. we need to be, where it's not like, hey, everything's going to go my way. I'm going to be able to get everything I right. want. It's all going to work out. Right. And it's not going to be like, wow, woe is me. Life is a burden. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I think uh, even just you know pausing on that that phrase, the way James puts it, count it all joy, mm. that James is recognizing that we don't naturally do that. Correct. So if you're fe- if you're listening to this and you're like I am so far from doing that, that's okay because yeah. in our in our humanity, uh, we're gonna our 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 attention and our attitude gets shifted where it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So James is calling us back, yes. to where we should be, yes, and it's a process of doing that, yes. Um, and a big part of that, and we've mentioned this before, it's it's gratitude, it's taking stock of what God has done in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Paul will say, like pray about everything. Um, but in, in all things like give thanks, yeah. you know, like in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our prayer and our crying out to God, it's supposed to be coupled with praise and thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. And you know, what's interesting, what really helps when we are in a trial, Colin, you know, kind of tongue in cheek saying you're either coming out of a trial, you're either in a trial or you're going, you're going into, into one. We've heard that. It's so true. It's like, yep, it's kind of be the case. Perspective is everything, man. It is so important to keep that perspective. Hebrews 12, as it follows up on the proverb that the Lord chastens those whom he loves and he Mm -hmm. scourges every son he brings close, it gives us this picture that God can use even the difficulties of our life to actually reform our hearts and make us who he wants us to be. He can actually use all that difficulty. Mm -hmm. So that perspective of being in a trial and saying, wait a minute, here's how I'm going to count it joy. I'm going to realize that while this is painful in the moment, it's producing something that's bringing me not only to where I would like to be, but where the Lord has for me in right. intimacy with him. Absolutely. And that's that's also how God just wins in every circumstance mm. of your life. Mm. So 
there's different kinds of trials and you know who who wants you to be in a trial it's the enemy yes. right yeah um the enemy wants you to be in trial people um hurt hurt us out of their own sin we hurt ourselves out of our own sin um but god will work all of that for good mm. so he doesn't make that happen um but in his in his pursuit of his own glory he's like i'm going to take this terrible thing that i did not cause yeah and i'm going to turn it around for your good and my glory mhm and you see it in the life of Joseph mm-hmm. and you see it sort of in the life of almost every single other person yep. who walked the face of the earth mm-hmm. that God would use those broken things. And I have to say, I've heard a lot of teaching on trials. I've grown a lot from understanding about it. I was It wasn't something that was doled out to me, you know, at a younger age where yep. I really understood that. So I was always bucking that. I was always bucking anything that was uncomfortable or painful. And so as a result, you know, I learned a little bit later on in life, but entering into a trial and saying, okay, what I loved about what Colin was bringing up is that there are multiple reasons for a trial. Yeah, we might be in a trial because of our own sin or our own weakness. We might be in a trial because of the sin or weakness of somebody else. There are a lot of factors that are influencing what we're going through. And yet, if we can, in every situation, give thanks. And I like to make a distinction there. Again, Paul writes that in, Th- in Thessalonians. He actually says, in all things, mm-hmm. give thanks. And I know it may be a little issue, but I don't say for all things, right. give thanks. I think Paul makes it clear. In all things, mm-hmm. you can give thanks. Why? Because you know it's working a peaceable fruit of absolutely. harvest. Absolutely. And I think uh, something that the the Lord's really been uh, showing me, and I was actually meditating on this during worship, it's the whole idea of we need to we live in light of our final destination mm, right yeah so imagine you're you're on an airplane you have a ticket and you know where your final destination is yeah now there's other people on the plane they their final destination might be different mm-hmm. okay and in our in our world there's only two final destinations it's heaven or hell as believers we have a ticket yeah. and we're going to heaven mm-hmm now there might be turbulence along the way. There's gonna be there could be plane delays and all of that, but we know where we are going. Yes. And so you can get through a lot of delays <laughs> and trials yeah. if you know, you know, okay, there's gonna be a beach on the end. Yes. And there's gonna be a nice vacation, all this stuff. And in this world, our final destination is heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, we're supposed to be living pulling the realities of heaven back down to earth. That's right. And when we do that, when we exhibit peace within our trials, when we find joy, when we count it all joy, Mm. we become a testimony to the other people around us on this plane. Yeah. Because they have a ticket. Yep. And their ticket can be changed. Mm -hmm. And when they find out where we're going, we can pull them along with mm. us. And then when you're praying with someone to receive Jesus, it's like you walked them to the ticket counter and they change their final destination. Mm. So, but we can only do that if we're if we're being mindful of where we are all going, where all of this is headed, where yeah. my life is going. And even now I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. Yep. So I am going in my body to be to be joined where where my spirit already is. Yeah, that's so good. Did you come up with that? That's really good. It's something I've been sitting on wow. uh, and the Lord was showing that to me during worship. I love it. That's actually a perfect analogy. And I think one way that we can actually 
live in light of eternity or really the only successful way to live in light of eternity, not just the eternity to come, but the eternity that's in our hearts mm -hmm. right now, like you're saying, to have that peace is to disassociate with this trial, the equation that says that this trial equals God's displeasure with right. me. No. Th this has been a bigger, a big stumbling block mm -hmm. for me. If I, fi I found myself in the years over a trial or in a trial, rather, I'm like, oh man, maybe, maybe God's not pleased with me. Maybe right. I've done something wrong. And even working through all of that and realizing right here, yeah, there are going to be mm -hmm. trials that come from decisions yep. or weaknesses or sin, but it doesn't mean God is displeased with you. Right. If you right. submit to the process, he can actually still have his way. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool how, you know, God allows Satan to do all that stuff to Job. Mm. God warns Peter about the sifting mm -hmm. that is going to come. Yeah. And so God is still sovereign over all things, yeah. but he, he knows what we can handle and he knows how to, um, to test us mm -hmm. because it's in that testing that we find out whose we really are yeah. and, and what he's made us into. It's interesting you say that because it's, as you're speaking, it's coming to me that we need to make a distinction between going through a test and a trial and being tempted. We must also marry when James says, don't say when you're tempted, you're tempted by God. Mm. For God is not tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Does not. But we are each led away by our own desires and enticed. Right. That desire gives birth to sin. Sin, when it's fully grown, will bring forth death. So to make a distinction here that trials and testing is really the proving of our lives. You can look at Abraham and you can see that he has this promised son. He's holding the promised son. But at a certain time and age, God says, I want that son back. This is a test. This is a trial. They're going to go up the mountain. He binds his son, Isaac. He's going to lay him on the altar. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord says, now I know. There's a proving. There's a proving yes. that God brings us through, which speaks to us and to the Lord. And it's not this, I'm being tempted to do that or, or to do this. And I just want to make that clear distinction right, right. there that we're not talking about temptation. We're all going to be experiencing temptation. It overcomes everybody. Mm. Um, and even in, a, even in a test and a trial, the, the enemy is right there to try to tempt us to get us off right. that path. Oh, right, right. And I, I loved uh, what Colin said about when testings reveal things. And he was talking about Peter and Peter's denial. He said, God was not shocked by Peter's denial. Peter was shocked by Peter's denial. Mm. So God allows trials and, and part of how, part of why he does that is so that we um, become more aware of our weaknesses yeah. and, and we grow in it, which then causes us to become more dependent on God. Mm -hmm. Now, Peter, he thought Jesus had completely left him and like yeah. Peter just went back to his old life, yep. but Jesus goes out to meet him. So if you're in a season where you've come through a trial, you've come through a failure and all you can see is your mistake and your hand in it, know that the Father's heart is still for you mm -hmm. and Jesus is coming to meet you mm -hmm. and he's meeting you even now. <laughs> yes. You know, when Jesus rises from the dead and Mary sees him, he says, go and tell my disciples and Peter, because mm -hmm. I, I personally believe that that was included so that Peter could understand he was asked for by name. By name. name. Yep. By name. And I need that. Mm -hmm. I need that. I need to know sometimes that I'm not so far gone in my mess that Jesus still calls me by 
name. And he yes. does, and he restores us. Yes. He restores us going through a failure, going through a trial mm-hmm. and realizing. And so I think it's really important to make that, um, even that disassociation to say, hey, this trial that I'm in right now, even if I caused it, how many things have come up in our life, messes have come up in our own lives right. that we have been the creator of, and yet the Lord is not abandoning us mm-hmm. in those situations. No. So to turn to him, to have that right heart posture, he's right there. Amen. Amen. And and you, you've you emphasized this a lot recently about um, intimacy with God and, and you know intimacy with the Father. And Colin said... Uh, this was towards the end of his message. He said, a trial is an open invitation yeah. to grow deeper with God in prayer, which which is essentially intimacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really powerful. Uh, these trials, they drive us to our knees, whether it's physically or just in, in heart posture. The trials drive us to our mm-hmm. knees. It brings us in utter dependence on God. Nobody likes being there. We don't like being in that place yep. where nothing is working. Mm-hmm. And yet, Everybody who goes through and comes out always says the same thing. I wouldn't change a thing because it's like this time, you know, some, some people set aside this time of the year to fast, to separate mm-hmm. from the pleasure of food. We've had some indulgent seasons from, you know, the harvest all the way through Christmas to separate and to set aside these pleasures and to say, you know, what am I doing? Is God more pleased with me when I fast? No, rather what it really is, is you're separating yourself from these things that fill up time and right. energy, and you're making yourself more available to hear from the Lord because he has the answer to everything, mm-hmm. and he desires this deep connection. And if we weren't kind of putting that flesh under, mm-hmm. we, we'd be so busy. We'd be so full. Yeah. We'd not be making the time. We'd not be hungering physically, mm-hmm. you know, to come to that place and say, God, I I just need you right now. I, I last night was a rough night, bro. I I literally yeah. had one of those um uh one of those caffeine withdrawals. Oh. So this 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 throbbing, oh. piercing, splintering headache all night. Yeah, and I didn't get any sleep. And I'm just <laughs> like, God, I need you. I don't know what else to say, but I need you. The medicine's not working. I need you. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, this this is where mm-hmm. it is. This is where I find him and he comes and encounters me all yeah. over again. Yeah. Desperation. Amen. Desperation. And Amen. trials yep. bring us to desperation. Right. No, they, they do. They do. And, you know, Colin was bringing up um, how when he, you know, he was in a prayer, he was, he was in the prayer room and, uh, you know, he's, he's newly saved. And he's like, this doesn't feel like a greenhouse. He's yeah. like, this is feeling more like a butcher shop. Oh my goodness. And I'm the meat. Yes. That's what intimacy with God is like um, in a lot of ways because we, we become aware of his holiness yeah. and our unholiness yeah. and he's revealing things to you. Um, and, and that can be painful, but it's a good kind of pain. Mm. It, it's a, it's, you're thankful for it in the end because you're like, I, you know, I, I think a lot of times we, we go through life numb to yeah. our own weaknesses yeah. and our own sin um, and we might not want to admit that, yeah. but when we're, when we're walking in intimacy with the Lord, he shows us that. And, and even though it's painful, we're thankful for it mm-hmm. because we can see the growth that's coming. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, David in the Psalms, I think one of the reasons why the Lord included the Psalms in the Bible is because it shows this dynamic um, up and down <laughs> emotion 
walking with the Lord yeah. and, and interacting with the Lord about what's going on internally, what's going mm. on externally. Like Colin brought up a Psalm 86 and in like verse one, like David's saying like, I am poor and needy. Yeah. And then in verse two, he's like, but preserve my life for I am godly. Yes. So we have this, dicho- this dichotomy yeah. at the same time the same where time. it's like, I feel like I am weak. I am nothing. Yeah. But yet I also have this awareness. I am godly. So, so preserve my life. Mm. So it's the, the temporal pain and, and weakness, but then understanding, oh, the permanency is that I have been made godly. Yes. A lot of this has to do with understanding spirit, soul, and body. The other thing he said first service, other than a butcher shop, was a flesh fry. The, the best thing I heard on Sunday, I loved, he called it a flesh fry. Being in that greenhouse, quote unquote, in that prayer room was like a flesh fry. I'm like, yes, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Everything in this flesh and this soul is being put to the absolute test because being born again, being born from above, it's our spirit that has inherited the divine nature. It's our spirit that has that born again, spirit regenerated God inside of us. The Holy Spirit lives inside Mm -hmm. of our spirit. Now our soul and our body, Mm -hmm. it's our responsibility, according to Philippians 2.12, to work out that salvation. So if it feels so uncomfortable, it feels like all these trials, what they're doing is they are getting us to operate out of that spirit man that we're supposed to live out as as believers and not by the soul and the flesh that we've been driven by. We're constantly driven by our mind, will, and emotions. We're constantly driven by the appetite of the flesh and putting the flesh under. That's what Paul says. Paul, of all people, after everything, says, listen, I beat my body into submission, lest after I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. Mm-hmm. So there is even this place of saying, I'm going to put this flesh under right. so that the spirit man exactly. who inhabits God, the mm-hmm. spirit of God, can actually move this body forward. Absolutely. And, and you know, Colin emphasized how our our mindset and, and what we're looking for um, can really shape and color our experience of it because mm-hmm. we're always going to be tempted this is what the enemy wants is to pull you back into this victim mentality, yes. this oh, victim yes. mindset. Because when you live from that place, you 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 stop being uh, effective for for the Lord. Yeah. Instead, what we should be looking for is we need to be. He says, evaluate the trial from God's perspective. Mm. So, praying for God's divine perspective on what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, you can go back and read the Book of Job, but it's you know when God shows up, that's when everything gets put put right yeah because before that there's a lot being said oh, there's yeah. a lot that's happened oh yeah I and mean, we don't have to go into all of that yeah um but rather than trying to explain things away in our life or in the life of someone else mm-hmm. it's praying and asking the holy spirit holy spirit what is going on here yeah and and what where is it that you would want us to grow from this uh what is it that you want us to say like how do we come into cooperation with with what you are doing yes even in the midst of the chaos that yes. the enemy is stirring up, yes. what are you doing? Yes. So he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So he's got to be present in the moment yes. too. He's present in the fire. You mm-hmm. see him in Shad with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He's present. So he has to be present in our own trial. And so leaning in to that voice, because yeah, sure, all your friends and loved ones will tell you exactly why you're in the trial right. 
that you're in, all the things that you've done to bring that in, just mm-hmm. like with Job, you know? <laughs> yep. No, and I, th- and I think there's also a lesson for us in that too. Like we've talked a lot about um, the trials that we go through, yeah. but there's a lesson here about how do mm-hmm. we walk through others' trials, mm-hmm. which I think is sometimes harder than walking through your own. That's very true. Because um, it's, it's easy when you are the subject. Yeah. But when, when you're not in a, a season of trial, but you're walking with someone else who is, um, you know, the Bible says that we are members of one another. Yeah. So we need to, um, we need to take, like, not take on, but, uh, but be mindful of what others are going through. Mm-hmm. And when we're going to do that, when we're going to do that in a, an uplifting spirit, spirit life giving way, it's not always explaining to them what we think is wrong. That's right. Uh, like we can call them back to the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. Yes. But providing an explanation and saying like, oh, this is what the enemy's doing in your life. It's not always the appropriate thing. Yeah. Whereas pray, it's walking with them and praying with them that they would come to see the father's perspective. That's what they truly need because they don't they don't need us. That's right. As much as they need our intimacy and relationship with the father. Mm. And that's really what we could offer somebody. That's the best thing we could offer anybody going through a trial is to not try to open our mouth and make. See, I told you this was mm-hmm. going to happen or, or whatever right. it is, but really to lead them back to intercede for right. for them and to lead them back mm-hmm. to like, hey, you're still right in the Lord's hands, he's going to have his way. You love him. He's working it out according yep. to his perfect will. Mm-hmm. And talk about how the Lord has done that for you in your own life. Yeah. You know, we talk about uh, the blood of lamb and the word of our testimony. Well, that's applying the word of your testimony. Mm. That's really good. Wow. This is a great, great message to start off the year because I think it puts things mm-hmm. right. And, and Pastor Zach got with his, uh, his staff yesterday and kind of said to us, you know, I will typically come into the year and be like, we're going to take another mountain. And he leaned a little bit more into what Colin was saying, like, hey, this is going to be a refining time. And I I love that at the onset. I Mm -hmm. love at the start, out of the gate, realizing there's a refining taking place. So let's press into it. There's that also means that there is a greater victory Mm -hmm. that's coming. And one thing I do want to say is that when we're in these trials, we are standing, we are postured in a place of victory. We can't see ourselves no, as, as obtaining no. a victory yep. yet to come, but we have it in Christ. That right. eternal perspective was like, no, I have a victory. Like you said, I've got my destination. Yep. I know where I'm yep. going. And in this season, in this transition, whatever right now, like I'm going to count it joy because I know the end from the beginning. Amen. Amen. And this is what it means to live from heaven to earth. Mm. To ask that, you know, just as God's will in heaven is like, let it be done here on earth. Yeah. Because in heaven, we are seated with him yes. in heavenly places. We are victorious. Yep. So now let's let's live let's that live way. Let's live that way. Yep. That's so good. That's awesome, man. Well, any other remarks or you want to just take us home in prayer? Well, I, I, I really liked um, the practical steps that Colin gave us. And we'll just go through those really quick. But, you know, he said, number one, if you're in a trial, lean into the divine perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, he says, ask God for wisdom. You know, James says, like, if anyone lacks wisdom, just ask because God will give it. But uh, when you ask, your your heart is in line with his and That's you right. are ready. You are postured to yeah. receive. Yeah. Um, and then the third was commit your way to the Lord. Mm. You know, the Lord will establish your steps. Yes. That's good. So three practical steps. Hey, if you're using this breakdown for your greenhouse or if you're just coming back around to listen 
press into some of the things that you heard from the message on Sunday. Go back and listen as you're listening to the breakdown. You know, tease it out with the Lord. Hey, God, what's going on in my own life right now? What are you doing? Uh, where am I in in relation to others and how I'm loving them well through a trial, mm-hmm. how I'm supporting them? And just trust the Lord through the process. He's got it covered. We are in his hands. He is capable. He started the work. Amen. He's going to bring it to completion. Amen. Father, we posture ourselves before mm. you uh, to receive. We ask that you would uh, just rain down your wisdom, uh, that your heart and how you see things in our life and the lives of others, that that would just uh, be downloaded to us, that we yeah. would live from that place. And I pray for anyone who's going through a trial, um, who might have found this message annoying uh, because they don't understand uh, what's going on. Father, mm. I just pray for them that uh, you would help them to pause before you uh, and receive your love for them and how your heart is for them, even in the midst of this pain. Yes, um, And we pray uh, that as we go through this year, uh, we would uh, just push one another to deeper levels of intimacy with you uh, and that we would live from that place so that we can be a testimony to the people around us and so that they would want to change their final destination as well. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, great time with you today, my friend. I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week. Give me all-